Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Amy. I'm 175 centimetres tall. I have dark curly hair and brown eyes. That's what you get to learn about me tonight because last night at the dinner table, our whole discussion was about who in the family is the tallest, which is not me anymore. Not that it ever was, but I'm now the shortest. And I discovered I'm 175 centimetres tall. How did you discover that? Did you all get up and get a measuring tape? It was precision and there was calculators involved and there was inches and feet involved and why because why would you do inches and feet because in the um, US basketball is uh, all the basketball yeah. players and I have two little basketball players so everything for them is in relation to whatever player they're hot into at the moment mm, okay. needless to say that nobody is my height well some of them are but you know not aspirationally at least but that's yeah. what you learn about me today what's the short australian Oh, I literally don't know anyone's name that plays basketball. The only basketball player I know is Andrew Gaze. No, it's a really <laughs> he's, he's the most famous. He's the know. most famous. He's more famous than Andrew Gaze because he <laughs> actually plays in the US. Oh, and yeah, and he's okay, really Australian famous and he's really short. Basketball player <laughs> short is it Shane Hill? No. Ah. Oh. That's all that came up when I typed into Google Australian <laughs> basketball player short. Shane Hill came up. He's six he was, foot. That's not short. No. That is not short at all. No, this guy's really short. Oh, it is on the tip of my tongue because he's really famous and he was in the Olympics and he. Not he, Andrew Bogut? No. Mm. No, current. Like he's currently playing. <laughs> Unlike mm. Andrew Bogut. <laughs> anyway. Curry Irving. Is it Curry Irving you're talking about? He's not Australian, no. is he? Maybe he's no. Australian. I don't know. No, no. Okay, no. whatever. Everyone's screaming at us. Either no, get on I'm with it or get it off now. the top of your the tip of okay. your tongue. You tell us what we're talking about, and I'll try to see if I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's appropriate that we're having a bit of fun already in this episode. We're talking about the gamification of decluttering or gamifying decluttering. 
And this is something, a tool that is used in kind of every realm of life, but sometimes professional organisers forget to use it in decluttering and it makes a huge difference to engagement and longevity of decluttering and how much you look forward to it or how much you dread it. So we're going to talk about different ways that we gamify decluttering with our clients and that our clients have shared with us. Kess, while you're still looking, I want to explain what gamification is. How did you know that I was still looking? Because otherwise you would have interrupted me and told me. Because if it's on the tip of your tongue, you are not going to be able to withhold blurting it into the microphone (laughs) when you discover it. That's how I know. (laughs) So gamification is about attempting to enhance an everyday activity with an experience that's similar to, say, playing a game or something that would engage a user. So if you were gamifying chores, for example, you might use a chore chart and have stars and the stars get you a Milky Way or whatever it is, like that's gamifying chores. Teachers gamify things all the time. When my kids were at primary school, they had to pick up... Patty Mills. There you go. See? Patty Mills. (laughs) (laughs) And Kirst has no idea what I've been saying for the last two minutes. (laughs) I love it. A hundred percent. No, you were talking about how teachers yes, gamify. Yes, yes. But now I need to know how tall Patty Mills is. <laughs> All right, Kess is going to go join like no, he's sports six today foot. Podcast. So he, it, that's not short. He's six. No, he's not short. But compared to the rest yes. of the basketballers, he's very short. I'll I'll pay that. Okay. So I will continue. Um, when my kids were in primary school, they used to have to pick up papers like one morning a week or something. And when they had like their 10 pieces of rubbish from the schoolyard, they would take it and they would get a ticket. And then the principal would draw tickets out of a hat at the end of the week. And that person would get like a prize. That's gamifying rubbish pickup, right? So it's about taking an everyday task and adding some kind of challenge or fun or engagement or experience that will motivate and engage you. So we're going to talk about gamification when it comes to decluttering. Mm-hmm. Kess, what are some of the things that the Faruja family gamify? Like, are you a gamifying family? Not really. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We, we gamify a lot at our house. Mm. So we gamify a lot with paper, scissors, rock. So say, um, What's an example? Like there's a cake that needs to be baked. Who wants to just be bothered with baking a cake? So we'll paper, scissors, rock who gets to make it and the person that wins gets to be the head chef or the sous chef and the other person. Like we just add gamification into as many things as we can. Um, Cal and I have been known to add gamification into having to do household chores like the first person gets to pick what we do for dinner or the first person to get their jobs done doesn't have to do the dishes tonight. So we gamify in that way. And at gamification, the beautiful thing is whatever that reward or engagement tool is, is totally adaptable to whoever you are, whether you're three years old or 90 years old or a business person or a parent or a single person. It doesn't matter because you get to pick what the gamification looks like. Yeah. Yep. I have noticed that on, um, oh gosh, everything is on the tip of my tongue and I can't (laughs) get it out today. This is ridiculous. Um, On Peter Walsh's um, Space Invaders, he often gamifies the decluttering process as well. He does. Can you give us an example? Yeah, there was one 
episode where she had to, there was a ramp and they had to throw something down the ramp, everything that they didn't want. Yep. Like maybe it was hats or bags. Um, there was one time when he got a kid to throw all the balls into a fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he uses gamification as a way of decluttering and yep. making choices. So that's what we would encourage you to do as well. Mm. Yeah, I think Peter does it really well because he can take a tricky situation where decision-making is really hard and once you gamify it, the decisions become secondary to either winning or competing or engaging in the in the activity. Um, I can think of scenarios where I've worked with a client in a really, you know, tricky, say linen, and they love their linens. We've played games where like anything that you don't want to keep you have to throw over the top of the banister and they have to land in a pile at the bottom of the stairs. And, you know, I could just put them in a bag at the top of the stairs or we could gamify it and then we get to do it at the bottom of the stairs. So there's that little bit of like, oh, this is naughty or rebellious or fun or cheeky that engages you. What else have you done with clients? This oh is, gosh, I feel I like can... this is the Amy show because I, you know, as we've discovered, I'm not a huge gamification person. Yeah, I literally gamify I don't think there's a client that I don't gamify with Um, I think the beauty is that not all my clients know that we're gamifying sometimes that's really obvious so some I often will carry in fact almost always I have a bag of strawberry and cream lollies in my kit and so if I do a kid's session or if I'm working with an adult who's like low motivation I'll say all right for every bag of donations that we get together you can fit as many strawberry and cream in your hand as possible. Or like rather than you get one for one, like we, I try and just make it a little bit of fun. Um, so I definitely do that. I love, I don't know, you do this one too, Kirst. I love it when we pull a box out from under the stairs or in the garage that someone says, <laughs> oh my gosh, this box was moved into this house with us 12 years ago and it's never been opened since. I'll often say, all right, if you can guess what's in it, you can keep it. And if I can guess what's in it, it has to go. Like, And never am I going to hold someone to that, but it's the fun and the gamification of it takes away the dread and builds good anticipation. We've got an incredible person in our that we've had on the podcast and that's in part of our Head, Heart and Home course, and she has come up with a game for decluttering. I Can love you tell this. us about that? Yeah, so this game that Sylvia created, Sylvia, from the episode of uh, the holding, Recycling Holding Zone, I think it was called. So the game is called Scurry Funge. And if you're a word nerd, you might know the word. I don't actually know if it's in the dictionary yet. I know it was a um, submission to the dictionary a couple of years ago, but what scurry funge means is it's that really quick tidying that you do in the house between the time that you see someone pull up in the driveway and the time they knock at the door. So it's that like, oh my gosh, they've rung and they're one street away. Scurry it, funge. It's in the Collins Dictionary. Is it really? A hasty, yep, a new word well, on the website. It yeah, says, yeah. A hasty tidying of the house between the time you see the neighbour coming in and the time they knock on the door. (laughs) That's gold. And so what Sylvia did is she created for her kids a game that they called Scurry Funge. Um, And I will ask Sylvia if we can put an idea of it in our head, not our head, hat and home group, in our big 
out of decluttering group. But what she did is created two wheels and that you could put a spinner in the middle. So there was two different ones and she's cut out the word scurry fudge that goes with it. But one of them has pieces of pie that are separated into the different rooms of the house. So there's kitchen, mum and dad's bedroom, lounge room, kids' bedroom, bathroom and study. And so you would spin the little dial and whatever it lands on, you do a scurry fudge, which might be 30 seconds of tidying or it might be three minutes of getting rid of things that you don't need. Like you would actually set what that thing was. And the second and alternative spinner that you can put on has, I would guess, maybe 15 different pieces of the pie and they're a little more specific. So they're paperwork, freezer, shoes, pantry, clothes, car, toys, bedside tables, books, dining table, games and puzzles, desk, DVDs and CDs, medicine cabinet, Tupperware and entryway. So you would spin the scurry fudge on that one and you would do the declutter depending on what it specifically landed on. I have talked to Sylvia quite a few times about the fact that we need to manufacture this game because I just think it is so awesome to use for (laughs) adults, to use for kids. But there's one thing Sylvia didn't think of. I wonder if you can guess what it is, Kirst, that I think is missing from Scurry Fund as it is at the moment. Has it got a timer or a reward? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think... Then have you ever played the game Scattergrees? How you yes. wind the clock and it goes tick, 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 and yep. you've got the certain amount of time. So here's what I think we need. We need a little battery-operated unit and at the top it has the timer. So you just put the timer in, say, one minute, 30 seconds, 15 minutes, and it goes up to one hour. And on the bottom of that device it has one of these. Yes! And so I think this would make it all the more out of decluttering. So if you finish, like as soon as you're finished, you have to run back and hit before the timer runs out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here is I thinking that, yeah, that's great. And when you press the yes, a little M&M pops out. (gasps) That is even better. But it only pops out if the timer is, like, close. You can't just – because imagine kids just, like, going – Bang, 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 bang. Yes, yeah. (laughs) I totally think this is a marketable game and, like, in all my spare time, you know, I'm going to talk to Sylvia about creating this into some awesome board game, which I totally think is possible. And I personally would love and I think would be a great tool to gift clients. And, like, I do genuinely think it's amazing – Sylvia, your brain is incredible. Thank you for allowing us to share scurry fudge with the world. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> what other types of gamification might people choose to do, Kirst? Yeah, I... He's along the same vein is like putting fun music on mm. um, and like dancing your way through chores or dancing your way through decluttering. Um, yeah, because I think that this works equally as well when you're doing the decluttering, but also just the, the keeping on top of things, you know, yeah. um, and put tidying up and putting things away, doing that mm-hmm. scope fund type of activity. Um, but yeah, dance and music often helps. Um, I think another way of gamification is actually listening to this podcast whilst you're doing work, Mm, because then you're just, you know, listening to our, us talking about Patty Mills and his six foot nothing height, (laughs) um, and, you know, make, hopefully making you laugh along with inspiring you to get to the decluttering, but that's a way of tricking your mind into, um, into doing it. And mm, I think that mm. that's part of gamification is yep. distracting you from the task at hand mm. or, um, you know, incentivizing the task at hand. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I think one of the reasons that our 100 Things You Can Declutter Today series in January was just so off the charts popular is because it is a form of gamification because you're given a checklist and it's like, mm. how many of these things can you cross off? And so the reward is the intrinsic satisfaction of, oh, I've managed to tick off 17 of this list or whatever it was. So I think gamification can look like that. Um, Another way that we love to gamify decluttering is through our declutter bingo. If you haven't downloaded our declutter bingo, I'm pretty sure you just go to, Kirst, you can check this since you're the Google queen today, theartofdecluttering.com.au slash bingo, I think. (laughs) It's been a while. Does that work? I am putting it in my phone so nobody needs to hear that tick, 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 tap, tap, tap of the keyboards. Okay. But I'm a one-handed tap, like I can't talk and do things at the same time. (laughs) I'm a one-finger typer on my phone, not, Uh, you know how, you know, no, that is not the right that's what did not you right. Say? It might be Bingo? micro, yeah, micro declutter. It might be micro yeah. dash declutter. Either way, in, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, and it's in. You'll find it in the micro declutter web um, podcast episode. episode. Yes. We deep dive into it and explain it all in that episode. So we will put it in the show notes for you, so you can click on it though, because mm. it's a real gamification of decluttering. It's a grid that has no words and just pictures. So it's perfect if you've got young children or you're working with someone who has dyslexia or language is a barrier to be able to declutter. You can interpret the grid of pictures however you like. So there might be a picture of a dog 
and you would declutter a soft toy that's a dog or you might declutter old dog collars that you don't use or you might declutter a board game that has to do with dogs or a dog puzzle. You can be as creative as you like um, and then you bingo when you get a line across or, you know, whichever way it goes. So that is a way that we have gamified decluttering. Another way, there's so many ways. Another yeah. way that we've gamified decluttering is in June where we do your Eat Yourself Out of House and Home Month. That's gamification because it's everybody going, I'm going to see how much I can eat myself out of house and home. What do I have in the freezer that I can eat through? And so you gamify it rather than, oh, it's gross. I've got to eat that casserole that I remember I didn't really like, but I froze it anyway. Instead, it's part of the gamification of like, okay, we are going to save ourselves $1,000 this month because we're not going to buy food unnecessarily. And you'll hear more about that leading up to June. Yes. And, okay, another way that you can gamify is we spoke to Courtney Carver last year or the year before um, about Project 333, and that is about having 33 items of clothes that you wear and you only have those available to you. I think she does it for a season. And so that's, yeah, that's gamifying your wardrobe because you're like, how do I pick these, however many items you choose to have, and my challenge and the, um, the excitement in it is all about, can I do it? How do I make this work? How do I get creative? So that's another gamification of decluttering. We also spoke to our beautiful friend, Ruth, um, and she de- did used a timer of 15 minutes and she switched tasks every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now that's another form of gamification. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, go and listen to that episode. It's beautiful. Um, we miss her very much. She passed away at the end of last year. Was that last year? Yeah. This year, last year, everything is going too quickly. So yeah, so um, listen to that, and um, yeah, she gives some really good tips on how she goes about doing that fifteen-minute task switching. Yeah, and gamification can look like if I manage to not buy anything new at the op shop for the next month, I will book an overnight stay somewhere with myself and a girlfriend, or. If as a family we manage to declutter all of the Lego that we've been talking about decluttering for years, we'll go to a gold class movie and you know lash you know lash out and buy all the things and really enjoy ourselves. So you can gamify it with rewards. Like it's the same way when you do potty training. I like I potty trained my kids on olives and Fredo frogs. <laughs> they were the two things they were massively into, little wogs. And you know, like that's gamifying it. You could do the same. Hey, Go into your bedroom and find five pieces of rubbish and you can have a Freddo frog after dinner or something. So gamifying is so much fun. So much fun. We even talked about it a little bit in last week's episode where we talked about like giving that incentive beforehand. Mm. So here's $5 and you have to give me back that $5 if you don't do all your chores this week. Yeah. So, yeah, you are so free to be creative and jump off any of these ideas that the brilliant Amy has come up with. Oh, I know. It's a shared effort. I'm perhaps just a little bit more excited about it because I love gamifying things. Like I gamify my Tada list almost every day. Like how much of it can I get through? Can I get through this many by 11 o'clock? Like this morning 
I was like, how many client bookings can I make by 9am? Like all these people whose calls I'd been missing and they'd be missing my calls. How many by 9am can I have got back to? Like I, I just find that that keeps me interested. Um, so if you do come, if you find decluttering boring and it's okay to find it boring, I find brushing my teeth boring. I still do it twice a day. So if you gamify something, you can often take what is a mundane or boring or a task you might avoid and actually, you know, it may not become your favorite thing, but it's something that you don't dread and that you don't create these made up barriers to achieving because you're actually just trying to procrastinate and avoid it. I just find it fascinating how we're all different. Mm-hmm. We sure are. <laughs> are you ready for a review? I would love to hear a review. All right. I'm going to find... Oh, this is appropriate. I'm going to read a Peter Walsh one. This is called, it's a five-star review titled Peter Walsh Interview, and it's from Tazzy Deb. I just finished listening to your interview with Peter Walsh from July 2020. As always, I loved being inspired by you guys. I just had to set the record straight. Peter says he is responsible for the saying, don't put it down, put it away. Sorry to inform you that I all grew up with my mother drumming that exact saying into me, and I'm now 63. So that was quite a few years ago. I would say it goes back even a few generations further, but whoever came up with it originally, hats off to you. So happy to have found some Aussie decluttering experts to help me on my way to a more intentional life. Thanks for all your hard work, Deb. We love you, Deb. Thanks, Deb. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for setting the record straight. Maybe, I don't know who came up with it. In fact, someone sent me a photo the other day of a calendar from I don't know like the 50s maybe it was a really gaudy and it had don't put it down put it away as one of the calendar days of like 365 household chores you can do in a year like I desperately Um, don't want anyone to ever buy anyone else that calendar but yeah it was it was old yeah and I don't think that those type of isms, nobody can really claim. Like, no, I think we should all claim it. I think Peter deserves one hundred percent ability to claim it. Deb's yeah. mum claims it one hundred percent, and we claim it one hundred percent because I think that's more fun. <laughs> and that's a way of gamification. We are... Gam- gamification of <laughs> Try everything. <it> again. <laughs> gamification. Gamification. <laughs> it can be any way. <laughs> I can say it however I want you to. You totally can. You can gamify the word yeah. gamification. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it has been really fun. It has been fun to talk about this. We hope that you're inspired to gamify whatever decluttering and organising you need to do. Make sure you jump into our show notes. That's where you'll always find any references that we have, any podcast episodes we refer to, and obviously anything you can download and access to help you become a more amazing declutterer. And... If you have a hack and a way of gamifying your decluttering or tidying up, come over into our Facebook group this week and chat to us, share all your goodness. We love learning from others and others love learning from you. So come share it over in the Facebook community group. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. 
We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colours, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 